So our scripture today is uh, Ephesians chapter 3. So how long does it take to teach mathematics? Well, for me, it took until I had had one semester in college. Then I was done. For others, it's taken a lifetime and is perhaps not done yet, as there's new discovery of of how to figure out what's going on uh, all the time. And I'm, I'm told by friends that study it and live with it and work with it that that's an ongoing thing of discovery, mathematics. So how long does it t- take to teach a body to love? It's in a sense a question that Our scripture ends with, it doesn't end with that question, but it calls us to be a loving people. And how long does that take before we've arrived? Before we can say, I know how to love. Well, we do. We do know how to love. Because having been created in the image of God, we do know how to love. But, It hasn't ended, nor has your quest to be loved ended. I still desire to be loved by my wife. And I still desire to learn how to love her. I suspect we are not alone in that. That we all desire to be loved and we desire uh, to love others. Uh, as well. So it'll be interesting because the first many verses are a parenthesis that are kind of a continuation of chapter 2 in Ephesians. All the while, Paul is getting us to a clearer understanding of who we are in Christ and what the design and the plan is for uh, God's people. So let's begin. Um, and read. I'm going to read um, through verse 13 to begin with. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus for the sake of you Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus." I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all of the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past has, was kept hidden in God who created all things. His intent was that now, 
through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are your glory. Six times in the first nine verses, Paul kind of um, addresses his appointment, his authority, the revelation that's come to him and the privilege that he has. Look at this with me, um, if you will. The first one's in uh, verse 2, and he talks about God's grace that was given to me for you. And then he goes on to say, made known to me by revelation. If you jump down uh, to verse 5, he says, been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets, which he includes himself as one of the apostles. Then in verse 7, he says, I became a servant of this gospel. And jumping down, he talks about the grace given to him and that it was made plain to everyone the administration of this mystery. He is is talking not only about his authority to speak about the issue and the mystery and unveiling the mystery um, to the people, but he's also talking about the ways in which he will communicate that um, to those that don't know it, including the Gentiles. He has been chosen specifically to, to be the apostle to the Gentiles. And he is talking about something that um, where, when he's talking about um, making two people one, taking the Jews who are, quote, God's chosen people, and the intent of that chosenness is to make known God to the world. And he's taking those that were born Jewish and those that were born not Jewish, which is us, he's taking them and making them one people. And this has been hidden through time, and Paul is revealing it to us. He's revealing it to us, but he's revealing it to them. Now, that's a shocking thing, because essentially, whether they've been at war physically or emotionally and socially, socially, they have not associated with one another. In fact, the names they have for each other are things like pig and swine and barbarian and all those kinds of things. Even today, we find uh, culturally around the world that um, people, ethnic people, have called other people by names that aren't very kind. It wasn't uh, but a century ago that they had the British Empire had to ask China not to refer to the people of Britons as barbarians in their real estate contracts. It was very common, and we experience this today still around the world. Um, ethnicities or peoples treat other ethnicities with great disdain. We find that even in the tribes of Africa where they are warring uh, with one another, sometimes because of tribal things, sometimes because of religious things. We have not been a kind people. And that experience, though, the experiences that we recognize from reading in the paper or hearing or watching on the news, 
are just a sliver of what it was like between the Jews and the Gentiles. For So for Paul to announce that God is remaking it and making one new creation, which is forecasted in, in Isaiah, this is no small step that he's asking them to take. Because they have been raised, think of the things that you have been raised with, they have been raised to despise one another. It certainly wasn't very long ago in the, in the Second World War that, um, that Western Europe took things into their own hands in rela- relationship to the Jewish people. It still existed in our lifetimes. Some of our lifetimes I wasn't quite born. But we have experienced the fallout of that um, for people groups, not only um, the Jewish nation, nation, but also other ethnicities as well. So the picture that Paul is presenting is, is huge. He is saying, change who you are. Wear your shirts backwards. Essentially what he's saying is, let's change everything. This is what God is doing. So when he does that radical revelation of creating one new people, look at the credentials that he assigns to both. And they're listed here, and I'll just do a short synopsis of them. Uh, Both have the same offer, the same help, the same promises, the message which is accessible to them and the welcome is to all. They both believe, they both share equally, they have the same body, and they belong to Christ. He's written all the things that make us human in many ways as we, as we think about life. And he's made them the same. God has done this. And who's outside for us? We have we can have this conversation because we've grown up with different things where there are people groups that have been looked down upon. We are still struggling with civil rights uh, in this nation based on ethnicity. We still struggle with uh, whites with relationship to African Americans. We still struggle with African Americans and Koreans. We still struggle with Asian groups versus Asian groups. When I'm in parts of Redwood City and I, um, in the Hispanic part of Redwood City, I find that blocks of people from one nation are at war with people on other blocks that are from other nations in Latin and South America. And I say, what is going on? I know my view is stuck, and, and sometimes I think... Uh, I believe that because they speak Spanish, they're like-minded, but it's not true. We are at war with each other, and it's the picture that comes over and over again. You have been born and bred with some of those prejudices in your own lives. And what is God saying to us in chapter 3 of Ephesians about his intention to reconcile all people to God in Christ. So he's a message for us in our relationship with each other 
as well as the, the relationship that he's talking about when he's making one new uh, people, one new creation. So who is it in your life? What's that application? Whether it's a neighbor that you're disgruntled with or uh, the seasons of hurt and destruction of others and the mistrust that is bred and the racial profiling that goes on. Uh, sometimes uh, in our neighborhoods, but more likely at our airports. He says they're a shared people. But even though they're a shared people, the differences have not gone away. They are still different. We are still different. In fact, you and I are very different still. Think of the layers in our lives that make us so different. The hurts and the sorrows, our parents and lineage, the neighbors that we have, the education that we have, the values and the beliefs that we have, the experiences, the personal relationships, whether they're marital relationships or children relationships or whatever, when you layer all those up, we are very different. And God's design is that he would reconcile us, not make us the same, He's not intending to have a homogeneous uh, genetic society. He's intending for us to remain different as was his creation. But in that diversity, the ethnic, cultural, and language diversity, it's intended to be different, but he does provide a glue for that difference. I referenced the Alaskan pastor that I spoke with at, at, when I was at midwinter, and we sat together in, in a conversation about diversity, and he said that his grandfather in the most western village in Alaska was the first to receive Christ. And the western missionaries that brought the gospel also took away everything of his culture. So he could follow Christ like the Western missionary did. And he sat there, a third-generation Christian and a pastor, destroyed by the loss of his culture and his ethnicity, saying, how can we recover it? How can we come to worship God in our language, in, um, in our customs, there are so many that are lost because that's been taken away. So how would it be that if we are still different in God's design that that diversity would be brought together and be made one? This is what Paul's talking about. See how hard it is? It's not our way. It's not the way that we're used to that is the gospel. Uh, some friends left yesterday for, uh, for India. And in, in a process of going with uh, the organization that they go with is um, the, the way that they, they meet people and, are, and get connected with them. And it's easy to gather people in India. There are many people and there's not as many places to go as there are people. 
so to gather people is fairly easily. But it's very difficult in the other manner because of the caste system is you, in fact, can't even sit with somebody of another caste. Like you sit with husbands and wives, you can't sit with people of other castes or the layers of their socioeconomic society that has been present for 3,500 years in India. So you would gather groups of people by their caste. Now, in some ways you think that could be hard, but on the other hand, the numbers of people over there are so immense that the Meat Cutters Union is like, uh, is like 90 million people, just the meat cutters. And so on and on it goes, the layers. And you, just, you do ministry over there, but the fascinating thing the most, the thing that breaks through the barriers in their life is, is when going, they, uh, we washed the feet of the people. Because it's a physical touch. It's within the boundaries of propriety. And it also, as Americans, we enter above the caste system. So we are Um, given priority status in all their layers. But to kneel down and for those that have been forgotten and thrown out of the caste system because they related with one another or because they're from the tribes, meaning the people that pre-existed, so it would be like Native Americans for us, or First Nations in Canada. So the tribes that are there, they aren't, privileged enough to be part of the caste system so they are below it so anywhere along the way uh, an american gets down on his knees and washes the feet of people and what the the intent of it is to break the barrier between them a humble act of dirtying my hands for your feet they have a story in their culture called the bali raja and the story is accepted differently uh, in their culture. Uh, the Bali Raja is a story of a king who forfeited his life so his people could live. Interesting story. It has existed for 3,500 years because it is a story that, that emigrated from Persia like the caste system. But it, there's this familiar ring to that story. The story of um, Bali Rajas actually means servant king. And, and the top three castes uh, in, in India, um, on that day of celebration, um, they make a, make a clay doll and they hide it in the house. And when dad comes home uh, from work, um, the mom says, Bali Raja has been here and is hiding. And they get a broom or a stick and they run around the house to find Bali Raja, the, the symbol, and they bust it to pieces because the whole concept of being a servant king undermines their authority and their prestige at the top of the caste system. How do you break a system like that that exists in a country except that you find ways to get people across caste system to get down on their knees and recognize 
a servant king. And so the truth seekers keep doing that. They keep getting down on their knees and washing the feet of people and watch the barriers break down between them, much in the pattern that Paul is trying to explain in Ephesians, in the whole book where he is making a new people, not divided. Of course, in the the rest of the castes, which numbers in the thousands of other castes, celebrate that day as a day that is their own liberation. Of course, they don't have that liberation, um, but they celebrate the day that there would be a servant king that would free them from that kind of, quote, slavery. And they are called slaves. Um, So it's an interesting thing is how do we get in the midst of our freedom, in the midst of our understanding of our Western Christianity, and how do we move from there and break down the walls between the so many ethnicities and cultures and languages that exist? We send missionaries. We talked to Joe this morning who's going into a culture that looks so different from ours. And we recognize God's calling in his life and may even participate uh, in him going. And we do just by hearing his story. But all over the world, we're finding that people of these ethnicities are finding that their system of understanding is not working. And they're looking for another way. So two years ago when I was in India with my son, we found Muslims that were Christ followers. They weren't Christians. Because by nature, by ethnicity, it's like saying to Pear, you're not a Swede. You can't do that. Islam is a, is a culture, it's an ethnicity. And here we discover uh, Muslims that are following Jesus. And it doesn't fit our paradigm. How can you do that? In Thailand, we're finding Buddhists that are following Jesus. Because the, the, the way that it's expressed, when it's expressed from within the culture, like the Bali Raja, like the servant king that gave his life, it's almost like a nursery tale that kids have learned from they're this big, and they say, do you know that Bali Raja? In the West, they call him Jesus. And they're beginning to understand. And how do we do that? How do we discover ways to break down the walls? Because at times, we're afraid of even having a conversation. At times, we're even afraid to step outside of what looks normal to us. I do find it uh, quite mixed in Silicon Valley when I visit Kathy at work, when I visit other places, that I find how much um, uh, our companies are bringing together people that are so different for their advantage. Where's the church on that? Because it's very interesting in here. It addresses the nature of the church. The church's purpose is to make 
God's wisdom known by becoming one people, by becoming that new creation that God is talking about. When Paul is revealing this mystery, some mysteries remain hidden because of physical laws like gravity. Sometimes our eyes are veiled and we can't see and discover what the mystery is. Sometimes our minds don't think like that or our values overshadow the possibilities. But some mysteries are revealed to us and our our eyes are opened and our minds begin to wrap around it and our values begin to change based on a mystery being revealed just like this. Paul is revealing a mystery that has been hidden for generations and generations. You know, we have things that we used to believe that um, are disputed today. The earth is flat. Can't find very many people that believe that now. The sun rotates around the earth. About the same time that was being struggled with. The earth was created in six literal days around 4004 B.C. Still arguing about that one. Yeah. Slavery is justified. Wasn't that long ago. And and in fact, the story goes on just as Joe told the story of slavery um, that exists. We know it exists in our county. And he's going to one of the source places to deal with it. How do we know that many things we think we know today won't be shown to be false in the future? Well, we don't know. There are some things that we could find out are different. But the mystery that's being revealed in this particular case is that there is a new creation and there is one people. Now, I'm going to read the next, the next portion. because in, But what Paul has done, he says, when I think of this, he begins the chapter, what we know as the chapter. When I think about this, and then he goes into parenthetical statement, which for us lasts 13 verses. Because that's where he's talking about the mystery being revealed and why God has appointed him for that purpose. And then he goes back, and in verse 14, he goes back to that and basically says, when I think about all this, we know that he's returning to where he once was thinking, which is a continuation. And he prays a prayer for the people. And listen to his prayer. For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. 
Do you hear what God's what what Paul is praying for you? Do you hear what he's saying about having you grasp how big the love of Christ is? As far as you can see, as high as the mountains, as deep as the seas, as wide as the horizon is the love of God. And he invites us into this in a personal kind of way. But while he's praying for all the churches that are reading this, and he's praying for all the believers, when he's breaking down the walls between people, then he prays for them. And let me read again. Because this is one of those prayers that you pray for one another. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. It's as if Paul wants, if your life is examined, that your DNA comes up reading love. That's the kind of thing that when we examine who Christ is, that's what we find flowing through his veins in the imprints of his fingers on his fingertips. And a retinal scan. This is how you get indoors now in some places. With your fingers onto your computers or your eyes. The most hidden things. The most permanent things. That's where you find this kind of love that Paul is talking about. That you would be empowered by that. And how do you do that in your lives? How do you do it so that you are included with the kids in learning something for the rest of your life so that it is part of your DNA? Well, I think that it starts it's with those little steps. One of my friends told me um, this week that she doesn't even go to the grocery store anymore unless she has time to be kind to the people that she runs into. And I thought... What a great way to lay hold of the concept that Paul is trying to communicate to us about grasping the breadth of the love of God in a people that have been that are so different and so divided. I mean, by purpose they are diverse because God designed it that they would be together, that the church would be evidence of God's wisdom to the world and to the heavens. 
There's a lot of other stuff in this chapter, and the design of it is that, yes, now we're looking at it seemingly chapter by chapter, but on the other hand, it gives us a chance to come back and look at some of these things more in depth. But you get a bigger picture of how this fits together in God's plan for the church. Some of the, the picture that I have and that I think that God gives is uh, that to be a follower of Jesus has to do with embracing his kingdom as he sets out in the Gospels. It has to do with living a life, loving God and loving others, and helping to create and being devoted to a society that, that is characterized and shaped by justice particularly to the marginalized, devoted to peace, and devoted to the wisdom that God gives to us and expressed in the church and empowered by the Holy Spirit. That's the picture that I think that Paul and Jesus are giving over and over about what we call followers of Jesus and what it looks like together. Paul's done a masterful job of creating that picture far beyond our grasp. Father in heaven, be with us in our lifetime of learning love so that it finds expression in all the places from our children's lives to, to what oozes out of our life and to those around us. In Christ's name, amen.